This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. As always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Nancy and Andres, and it appears Andres is the only other person who knew the dress code today, so, you know, mm-hmm. not really I'm not out of place. You, Give me a what break. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm just Leonardo. Oh, don't pull that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'm wearing blue, so yeah, that's totally, yeah, okay. Bricks. You Whatever. pass. <laughs> yeah, you pass for now, whatever. And I actually am drinking fr- from Leonardo's cup, so there you yeah. go. For those of you who are listening, Andres is wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt, and he's drinking out of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cup, so he's living his best life. With so. Leonardo mm-hmm. on top. I mean, that looks like something you would get at, like, fucking Margaritaville, but, like, Ninja <laughs> Turtles theme. It looks like there should be vodka in there or something. <laughs> I, I, before the show, I was just like, I never heard a more Andres thing than when he was like, yeah, I was standing in line for the movie, and I saw this uh, Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles bucket of popcorn, and I knew I just had to get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. so you're, you're talking about this yeah. one, right? Oh, right? my yeah. goodness. You have the whole yeah. set going on. Seriously, it looks oh, like yeah. you were paid it's by so the studio awesome. to like, show off all this shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I stand with my SAG-AFTRA and uh, WGA brothers, so I'm not promoting the movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, whatever. They said keep going to the movies. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I saw that you almost missed your straw on this. <laughs> I was like a giraffe. It's <laughs> the worst. Oh, my God. But anyway, uh, today we've got a pretty fun show uh, in store for you guys. We've got some trailers to talk about, a little piece of news to talk about. And, of course, we're going to be talking about the Ninja Turtles in a bit. Um, but first up, we had a pretty big announcement in the horror world this past week where it was announced that uh, the Radio Silence directors who directed the past two Scream movies are not going to be able to come back to who... Uh, film the next one because they're going to have some scheduling conflicts so they have hired christopher landon who is behind happy death day and freaky to helm the next installment so what do we think about this hiring let's start with nancy uh should be fine i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm fine i'm really (laughs) sad that we're not gonna get like our full three movies that we were promised by the same directors so Uh uh-huh wow Hmm. Those are That's some it. real in-depth thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't have high hopes. Is you don't have yeah. high hopes, okay? Yeah. Right. How about you, Andres? Okay. You- I mean, for me, when when they were doing all the promotions for Scream Six, and it still wasn't confirmed that they were even right. signed on for the seventh one, something was something was a little was a little off in Denmark on that one, and. The- <laughs> Wait, what? Wow. You can't just throw that phrase out there as if it's just wow. like everyone uses so, it. I have never heard that in my entire life. Something's wrong right. in Denmark? No, something's no, 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 wrong in Denmark. Yeah, you said wrong in Denmark. It's rotten. But that's also very old timey, like, saying. Yeah, even still, I was like, I wow, you. that's a poll. Oh, I got you. goodness. <laughs> Look, oh, we're just calling goodness. it how it is. Mm. <laughs> All right, so I'm so I'm calling it how it is on on just the director's not not approaching oh, nice because way to loop back. Good yeah, job. there Good job. you go. Good job. <laughs> but but I, so because of the fact that they were being so nonchalant about it and they were just like you know just skimming that when last year after they had done five they were like oh yeah we're signed on for six we're signed on for six and then 
Uh, so, to, to me, it kind of seemed like as if they weren't going to come back, but I have a feeling they're going to come back in some way, shape, or form ex- as executive producers on this next movie. But I would say probably the biggest thing that I'm hoping for more than anything else is is the writers, um, Guy Busey and um, and uh, James uh, Vanderbilt, are, are they coming back to write the script? And I'm hoping that they are. But in terms of the director... I think it's a fun choice because having seen Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, those are like really fun, really fun horror movies. And especially Freaky, which was one of my biggest surprises of that year. And I really love that movie. It's yeah, it's um, honestly, if there was somebody in line to take it, I would have been okay with with a what's the name? Christopher um, Christopher Landon. Christopher Lambert. I was about to say Christopher Lambert. <laughs> no, no, that's how French. <laughs> that's, that's um, that's what's his name. That's Raiden in the Mortal Kombat movies. You know, with the low, with the voice. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but I, I'm I'm particularly excited for what's to come from this movie. I mean, again, do I wish Radio Silence was coming back? Absolutely. But I think this is just stemming from the fact that. Radio Silence moved on to their universal picture, and mm-hmm. um, Paramount just wants Scream 7 come hell or high water on the release date that they wanted to. So if anyone's to blame if this movie sucks or if it's not as good as the last two, you can blame Paramount because they literally are unwilling to wait for Radio Silence. And I think if Warner Brothers has shown us anything with like waiting for Nolan to do in-between movies and stuff like that... No, you can get good stuff, but yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited though. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know why when you said like they said they were gonna sign on, but it didn't seem like it. I just had that gif from like Legally Blonde where she's like liar and she throws oh, yeah. the chocolates <laughs> at the TV. <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean, Liars. no, I I definitely agree with uh, Andres on this one. I mean, I don't. It just it seems silly to me that they wouldn't just wait for them to be available so that they could come and direct the next movie since the past two movies have been such huge hits and they've done such a great job with them. I mean, for me, it's like, okay, they're showing that they're extremely impatient and that they just want to get the next movie out as soon as possible. But then again, it's like Scream is a franchise that's going to do well no matter when you release it. I mean, the Scream, what was it, uh, 5? What did that come out? Almost like a decade after Scream 4 and people still showed up in droves? Like... It's one of yeah. those like timeless franchises that it will get people to the movies whenever you release one. It's not really, you know, needing to get one out as soon as possible and striking while the iron's hot. The iron is always fucking hot. <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. I think, it's a weird secular yeah. thinking because it's like, oh, we need to get this one out because the, yeah, the two did so well. But it's like, but yeah, but then if you switch people, it may not do as well as the last two. So it's exactly. like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think this is this is probably among many mistakes that Paramount's have that Paramount has done this year in particular. I mean, there's no way you can explain Mission Impossible, uh, Dead oh. Reckoning's box office failure. Then you just put awesome. it too close to freaking Barbie and Oppenheimer, and you legitimately mm-hmm. thought you were going to get most of your budget back a week before that mo- before the before those two juggernauts came out. I mean, nope. it. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> in terms of the 
the director. I like the choice. I mean, if they're not going to come back to direct it, I think he's a really solid choice because if you watch Happy Death Day or Happy Death Day to <laughs> You or Freaky, it's got a great mix of like horror and humor, which is what Scream is, a great mix of the both. And I think this will be really fun for him to like kind of tackle an R-rated movie. Like I think Freaky was yeah. R. Um, so when he Freaky gets was delve, R. Yeah, when Can he delves into the R-rated genre, you can tell he's fine. Like the gloves are off and he's like ready to have like a blast. So I'm really curious to see what he does with the Scream movie because I think he'd be a fun choice. But we will see. And I do hope Radio Silence comes back in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, I think uh, having the writers come back is really the main thing we need to have come back because that's why these past two films you know, primarily have been so good because the writing's been solid and it's, they, they've felt like classic screen movies to me. So we shall see. We but the other see. thing, um, the other thing I'm very curious about, because the other thing that we haven't heard anything from is, <clears throat> is the core four coming back because we, we have not have heard. Come back. You, you, you get that feeling, but man, Jenna Ortega is getting really busy these days. And Wednesday is going to be shooting season two as soon as the strike is over. So who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, we don't even know if the script for the next Scream has even been written yet. Right. Mm. So so maybe, like, they'll write it while she's doing season two, and then by the time they're done and everything, maybe she'll be done with season two. Yeah. We don't know. Or Jenna Ortega can just write it herself, guys, because she exactly. knows how to write, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens when that comes out eventually. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for it. I think it'll be good. Um, yeah. Next, we're going to be moving on to some trailers. Speaking of horror, I mean, another franchise that keeps on trucking somehow, some way, is Saw. And we got a brand new trailer for the next Saw movie, Saw X, or Saw 10, for those of you who are not versed in Roman numerals. <laughs> uh, we got a first peek at the movie, which sees the return of Tobin Bell as Jigsaw, and it takes place between the first and second movie, affirming the fact that this franchise knew it made a huge mistake when they killed him off in three, because they keep trying to give ways oh. to have him come back some way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, this is our first peek. Uh, what did we think about it? And what is your history with the franchise? Have you watched any of them? Nancy? Well, spoiler, I had no idea they killed him off. I've only okay, seen so the first. <laughs> oh, no, but it's fine. <laughs> I've only seen the first two. The, and the second one, I like barely remember. The first one was so memorable because I was like, yeah. this. it was clever. It was smart. And one thing I feel like they started getting away from was the fact that they had opportunities to survive. Because I believe in the second one or maybe one of the other ones I maybe saw uh, like a small bit of it was they were put in situations where they couldn't even escape. It was like, you're fucked. You're just going to die. Um, oh, yeah, that specifically, was when, uh, a new jigsaw took over. That, that was uh, Amanda, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't like that. I love that was the thing I loved about the first one was that you know they had this opportunity to either you're gonna die or have to do something horrible to survive, um, and proven by the girl that actually escapes by like stabbing that guy open and getting the key and all oh, that was gross. So I like that they're kind of returning. <laughs> they're returning to that in this one. I really like that. And oh my gosh, in the trailer when he's like, you have to put a decent amount of like brain tissue or like cerebral yeah. tissue and he gets the saw and like I was like Wah! and I think yeah, that's like welcome back to saw 
Right, exactly. Oh, and yeah. that's I think that's exactly what they needed for this franchise. Even though I haven't seen the other ones, you know, I could tell it was getting that's off exactly track. exactly what this franchise needed. <laughs> Speaking as someone who's seen one of the films, this is exactly what this franchise I, I needed. Saw two. I saw two you, of them. You barely but... remember two. That's like the same thing as not seeing it. <laughs> no, well, I remember, the things I remember was he was stuck in that safe the whole time, and then the lady trying to get, I forgot... <laughs> She, she, Spoiler she has, alert, everybody! She has to grab something, and like her hand gets caught, and she's not able to like get out. And that's when I was like, oh, mm-hmm. "Okay, it's not really like you're fucked at this point. There's no way you can get out." And that's what I didn't like. I could see it going that way. So mm-hmm. I really like this one. It's gory. There's yeah, riddles. What this franchise needs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. It's it. I feel like this one's gonna bring me back to go okay. see all right so yeah. that's high praise right there how about you Andres? Yeah. are you a saw fan oh yeah i love the saw movies or or i'm a huge fan of the franchise in general but yeah. i will say there was the law of diminishing returns with yeah. uh jigsaw and then and then uh that piece of garbage spiral, <laughs> spiral. that came out you're gonna, you gonna say that oh god yeah. that, that, that movie you want to watch it, chris rock try to act for two hours oh no <laughs> no 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 here's the thing chris rock chris rock my my problem with the movie was that it was so misguided in so many so ways weird. like in terms yeah. of in terms of the tone and in terms yeah, of the look awesome. and in terms of just the execution it was like oh my god we are really we are really at the bottom of the barrel like that movie is the epitome of a movie that i feel when you watch the trailer it feels like an snl trailer like it's it's freaking you're just laughing for all the wrong reasons it's a skit Mm. but i would say having seen the trailer for saw x like this to me is is really interesting in the sense that we're finally getting tobin bell back in the franchise i mean after jigsaw as well but the thing is is that we're actually testing his character a little bit where he's been very impartial to who his victims were Mm-hmm. And with this one, it seems like he's going after people who has wronged him by using this quack doctor stuff of yep. like, oh, yeah. getting rid of the cancer. And then, oh, you know what? You like it, it's it's one of the best moments in the trailer is like you picked Jigsaw to fuck with. And it's right. like, oh, oh God, All right, I'm on board. I love that it kind of is like, okay. It makes no, you be I, like, mm, I get it. <laughs> I, I see I, why he went after these people. I, I, I think I think the line in the trailer that sold me on the movie, it's like, it looks like they didn't even remove any part of the tumor. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh my God. I didn't do shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. you guys do not know what you guys just did. I love that he's just getting revenge on the doctors who like said that they were going to help him and didn't even, they just scammed him. I was like, all right, I can get behind that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but not, but not only that have scammed him, but how many countless people have they done it to yeah, over right? the years selling mm-hmm. that false hope? And that, and that's the thing with, with Jigsaw in particular that separates him from all the other killers in, in movie history, essentially, is that he's not trying to, or at least in the first six movies, he's not trying to kill you. He's actually trying to make you, he's trying to push you to that edge and show you exactly how much you value your own life before you're going to be willing to do extreme shit. I mean, they granted they got away from that with seven, eight, and well, <laughs> granted, it wasn't even Jigsaw by that point, but yeah. Nerd. 
as for me, I really, I'm a big fan of the Saw franchise. I've seen all the movies. I've seen the pieces of shit that were Jigsaw and Spiral. Uh, I was I was cautiously optimistic going to this trailer, but I, I think I really enjoyed it. I'm really excited for it. I mean, having Tobin Bell back is a huge win for the franchise, and I like that it's taking place between Saw 1 and Saw 2. It's interesting. The fact that it's kind of more of like a revenge uh, story is interesting, and it's definitely something I feel like uh, new for the Jigsaw character, which I really like. Uh, and it kind of has that old school, you know, Saw feel, which I like. You know, it helps that having one of the directors from, I think he directed a couple of the movies. I think he directed like six and seven or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, he used to be one of the editors on the franchise, and then he moved on to directing. And then, suffice it to say, it's like, oh my God, you directed some of the best ones. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's great to have him back uh, as well. Uh, it visually looks great. It, look, it looks and feels like a Saw movie. I think, you know, you can really tell that this is a franchise that, like, knows it fucked up when they killed the, <laughs> killed him off in, like, the third movie. So it's nice to see them actually, like, bring him back, but in a way that makes sense. And it's not like, oh, no, well, you thought he was dead? He's actually alive. No, it's literally just, nope, this is in the past. But, yeah, he's alive in this in this story. Um, so I'm looking forward to, again, cautiously optimistic because this is a franchise that is one of the most wildly inconsistent franchises known to man. I mean, you can go from a great one to an okay one to an awful one back to a great one. I mean, that whole franchise was a huge bumpy roller coaster ride. So we'll see where this one falls. But I do like the creative team behind this one. I think it, it could be fun. It's like that it's coming out in September, I think. Yeah, it's coming out in September mm -hmm. now. Um, so yeah. I'm excited for it. And I can't wait to see Tobin Bell in that amazing voice and that amazing saw music come back. Uh, I know Spiral <laughs> tried to use that music, and I was like, you didn't earn this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you no. didn't earn this. I saw this twist coming from frame one. Come on, what are we doing here? Um, I love the uh, I, I love the little doll. <laughs> it's the weirdest, oh, creepiest yeah, the belly thing. <laughs> you like Billy the puppet? <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I, what is it like uh, I think they have it show up in the trailer and I was like there he is there's Billy yeah <laughs> there he is there's oh, my yeah. guy oh yeah no one of my favorite things about the making of Billy was that um, James Wan actually built the puppet himself when they shot wow. when they shot the original they oh, shot like a short film to basically show the studios that oh I can make a big studio movie type of thing but then the studio is like why don't we save money and we just use your puppet and they, they used the puppet in the first movie and then you know uh -huh. he was he was having to like you know puppet it himself and all this other stuff and do like really cheap tricks with it and then by the time they did the sequel they rebuilt the puppet but added like all this like radio controlled servers and all this other stuff and then literally James Wan is on set and he's like Man, my debut movie, I had to use a goddamn fishing line and Darren Bowsman gets a robot <laughs> gets a robot, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. you know, speaking of horror franchises, we got another horror trailer uh, this past week or so, and that is for a new Exorcist movie that is coming out. Yes, Exorcist Believer from the same creative team that did the new Halloween films, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. They're back to tackle another iconic horror franchise and Maybe bring this one to the ground. <laughs> uh, if uh, that wasn't telling of what I thought about this trailer, then I don't really know what else will show my thoughts. But, oh, my God, I, I, I saw this trailer in front of Oppenheimer, I think it was. And yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Another generic exorcism movie. We get like three of these a year. And then the title card comes up. I'm like, Exorcist? I was like, what? <laughs> and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's going to be horrible. It looks terrible. I was like, it looks awful. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. 
I don't want any of you to poo-poo on my fun. Listen, I was very excited. I didn't, because I had no idea they were even making this. And so, you know, I'm, I must have not paid attention, but they, you know, they kind of went back to like the old makeup, the fact that they have two girls. I actually, I honestly thought this was like a, they get kidnapped scenario. I had no idea this was like a horror movie. So I like that they opened the trailer with that. And then as uh-huh. soon as I hear the music and they say like, oh yes, there's someone that's done this before. I was like, fuck yeah. And they're bringing her back. I'm very excited. I will not let you guys poo poo on my excitement. All right. Well, it's the H there. That's all I can say about that. Listen, I know David Gordon Green did not do a great job. I am praying that this will be different. I I am exi- praying or exercising those demons. <laughs> yeah, I, was waiting, I was waiting for the puns. I was waiting for yes. the puns. Okay. <laughs> because this is honestly the the first Exorcist was one of the first horror movies that I ever watched, and I made my mom watch it with me, and it was just. Like, the things that they have in that movie are ingrained in my brain. And the fact that it came out in the 70s, I believe, and was totally groundbreaking for horror movies at the time. I mean, she there's a scene where she's stabbing herself in her hoo-ha with a crucifix. It's just so disturbing, the things they have in there. And I feel like maybe they're going to return to that in terms of, like, just the creepiness of it, which I am excited for. So... You know, this is the original Exorcist is one of my favorite horror films of all time. It has a very special place in my heart, so I'm hoping they'll fuck it up. I'm crossing my fingers. Well, uh, that makes one of us. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Andres? Ooh, okay. Um, This trailer did not sell me on the idea in any way whatsoever. Like, again, it's one of those things where. you can only ever have one first impression and with this it truly it truly doesn't even i mean like it just seems like every other generic trailer that has come out except for the fact that they throw the exorcist music at the very end but it also just feels like a weird mashup of like all these exorcism movies that we've been getting and then throw in a little splash of prisoners and oh instead of one person getting possessed it's two it's like I don't know why, but it feels like Studio 101, just like, you know, you gotta up the stakes in some way, shape, or form, and let's bring back legacy characters in order to make this uh, franchise palpable nowadays. But the thing that truly... So, having said that, I'll give it a chance, and I'll watch it, but my expectations are really low, and I will say that my expectations got even lower with the fact that with how this trailer is received and the test screenings that have been going on and how those are being received and the fact that they can't do any reshoots right now because of the strike so they're stuck with the movie that they have uh, uh, what, has it, it not it, been testing well? no, no it's not been testing well at all <laughs> I don't want to hear it <laughs> but, 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 I want to hear but, the testing stuff let me see no, it when no, I but, see it <laughs> But but the other but the other thing that really kind of I don't know kind of like just makes me not as excited as well too is the fact that they have announced that this is going to be a trilogy of films. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's another trilogy. That, I think I, th- yeah. I think they announced the title of the well, at least one of them. It was like The uh, Exorcist Deceiver. Yeah, Deceiver. Yeah. yeah, they need to stop. Like they need they need to stop. Believer. I want to see the Exorcist Receiver. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> we could do this all day. Uh, what, what else is there? 
I ran out. I'm done. Yeah, I ran out too. I think I hit a wall. <laughs> I, I, I was just about, I was just about to say believer is the title for this one. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, conceiver. Gross. Ooh, the oh. exorcist retriever. <laughs> oh, a doggy These gets possessed. <laughs> these are all getting progressively more dirtier as think, we go I along. I think these are gold, honestly. Yeah. Golden Retriever, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I think all these movies are probably a much better idea than anything David Gordon Green has in line for the franchise. They just need to stop, like, getting ahead of themselves. Like, just do the one fucking movie and focus on that, you know? I will say I liked how the one of the girls does resemble Reagan though and she they throw in some lines from the original and which makes sense if you're gonna bring her back like you have to tie it in some way so I did appreciate that so we'll see but you know we'll see we'll see it may just be fun you know fun little throwback maybe they'll bring back Linda little horror film (laughs) there's no way they're not gonna try to bring back Linda Linda Blair Blair. yeah oh yeah yeah I went through something like this when I was younger (laughs) (laughs) i'll never look at the crucifix the same way (laughs) oh god oh my my. you brought it up (laughs) i did bring it up i did my bad this this is on you (laughs) Uh, i don't know how you transition from that to ninja turtles but this is how i'm gonna do it (laughs) green with vomit envy yeah yeah sure whatever um (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to move on to talk about a little film that came out this past weekend called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, finally, we got our new Ninja Turtles movie. It's been getting rave reviews from critics and audiences alike. Uh, we all got a chance to see it, so we're going to be talking about it in depth. So if you haven't seen the movie, there's going to be some spoilers. So be warned if you continue watching or listening to this episode. So without further ado, let's talk about this movie. Uh, let's start with Andres. Were you excited for this one? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let us know. Well, speaking about this movie with you guys, uh, we vetoed talking about the trailer. Uh, the trailer looks just fine. And then the no, movie comes God. out. Get and, over then the, it. And, then, and, and then the trailer, and then the movie finally comes out, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Get over it. But yeah, but I, I was looking forward to this right from the very start because, you know, again, Anything's better than the Michael Bay bullcrap that we've seen for that the past. Like, that's a that's a low bar. <laughs> yeah. bar. Very low bar. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very low bar, but it also just kind of just showed the studio thinking of like just like oh, people want to see realistic turtles. Like, no, we don't. We no, we don't. We we, we, we really just don't. we just want. We, <laughs> give me the puppets in the tech. <laughs> yeah, G- give us the puppets, or at least give us something that looks like the turtles themselves. Like, yeah, I know, I know the I know the designer of the of the uh, Michael Bay turtles that he got so much flack and so many people were saying, oh, you destroyed my childhood. And then he released like a second version of what they were what they were supposed to look like. And it was deemed by the studio. Oh, we don't want him to look like the cartoon. We want him to look realistic. Mm-hmm. And, and it just goes to show you just how how much studio heads are just not in tune, which is why we're in the middle of a strike right now. So there yeah. we go. But in terms of this movie, um, I was a little worried about Seth Rogen being involved with this one because he does have a, you know, he does kind of have a low bar for sort of, you know, kind of the gross out humor at certain points. But man, I was so wrong. I loved this movie top to bottom. Like, I mean, everything about it, you know, in terms of the voice actors, in terms of the direction of making the turtles actual teenagers and having that translate into how 
how in how in inexperienced they are as ninjas and i just love the little nod to how how could these turtles have learned kung fu and then it's like oh that's that's fantastic and yeah. again again Jackie Chan is such an underrated actor. And you thought he was going to not, like, show up to play. You said he sounded like he was, like, sleepwalking. So I think we both were a little wrong about something. Yeah, well, well, again, it's in the trailer where it's like, uh, let's see. But then when you really get to some of the more emotional elements of the movie, he's fantastic. I mean, it's it's like Karate Kid all over again, where, I mean, again, very underrated remake, I think. But, um... (laughs) But yeah, oh goodness, I I just really enjoyed the hell out of this movie, top to bottom. So there you go. All right, all right. How about you, Nancy? Were you feeling the the turtle mayhem? Were you feeling it? <laughs> yeah, I really like this movie. I definitely had my uh, hesitation going into this. I really thought it was just going to be a kids movie. I will say some of the things that I'm sorry, am I boring you, Tom? Cover your yawn, at least. (laughs) At least try to fake it. That was entirely involuntary, but your existence bores me. (laughs) Just be like, at least do one of these or something. Sorry, I yawn, I yawn. It's not because of you. It's because of life, I yawn if I yawn. Anyways. You just made yourself yawn. Now I'm going to make myself yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, Yeah, no. One of the things that... I think I didn't like as much as that it really was geared towards kids. There were a lot of pop culture references, which I think there was just, you know, a few too many, but it's a very, very small criticism I have about the movie. I did enjoy it. I like that they actually made them teenagers. I like that they, you know, made them very inexperienced. The first fight that they have was hilarious because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. (laughs) Um, You know, and also, I had a lot of heart to it. I found myself wanting to call my dad after this movie and go visit. <laughs> I was just like, oh. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I will say it was a perfect combination of like, this really is geared towards a younger audience, but had stuff for an older audience that, you know, grew up with the Ninja Turtles. So I think it was a, a perfect balance. Yeah. I mean, I feel like out of the three of us, I was probably the most surprised by this movie because I went in with pretty low expectations, even despite like all the rave reviews. I was like, all right, we'll see. And I, it really did wow me. Like in terms of the animation's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, including myself, have made comparisons to, you know, Into the Spider-Verse, but it does feel like its own thing where like, yeah, it definitely is influenced by it, but it's very unique in its yeah. own right. I mean, just the way certain things are animated is gorgeous. There like, were, sorry, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. There no, were moments where it almost felt like, um, like clay stop motion it almost looked like a combination of animation and stop what is it stop motion animation stop motion, or, yeah. yeah stop motion yeah. animation um which i thought was really an interesting style yeah it was, it, it oh, was yeah. very very cool yeah no and it was also a really cool way of differentiating itself from other animated films of this of the stature i mean like it reminded me more of mitchell's versus the machines which is mm-hmm. the same director as well and i was like of course i mean like no of they course. they really of course <laughs> but but like this movie uh, like i would say spider-verse feels more like a comic come to life whereas this feels like a kid's doodles in his in his notebooks come to life like it feels like something that is crudely drawn and there's not a straight line in the entire movie whatsoever so like you know even it's most present in that scene where they're like filming each other like doing all the ninja stuff and then you see like all the circles are just like it looks like some kid is like scribbled in like a little circle and it's mm-hmm. like like that type of stuff goes a long way in terms of differentiating the franchise and also in terms of 
giving this movie its own voice as well. Like I, I watching this movie, I did not feel like I was missing any of the other movies. And the '90s movie is probably one of my all-time favorite movies ever. And never once was I going, man, but that original movie was better. No, like no, I was I like, this, this is, is its best, own thing. I think this is the best Ninja Turtles movie by a landslide. I mean, uh, I, I, oh, I, uh, well, uh, okay. Uh, oh, that was a hot take. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit. I mean, we'll circle uh, back to that. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the '90s movies are, are are really fun, but like, come on. <laughs> I, I feel like your nostalgia is overpowering your intelligence. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it's because you're maybe. younger, Tom. That's I grew, why. I grew up with the movies. Nope, you're still younger. Doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, just because I'm younger than you guys, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll it's not as nostalgic for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back to that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the movie's fantastic. Like Nancy said, great mix of humor and heart. I love the whole, you know, I love the parallels between Superfly and uh, Splinter. I just like seeing how they're both kind of like fathers, but they're very different. And that whole scene where Splinter kind of like sees himself in Superfly and realizes what he doesn't want to become and how he wants to like nurture his relationship with his kids and not like push them away or be nasty to them. I was like, that was such a great unspoken moment that I thought worked wonderfully. And can we just mm-hmm. all just give a round of applause to... Was I think Ice Tea or Ice Cube? Which one was it? Ice Tea? Ice Cube. It's Ice Cube. No, it's Ice, ice Cube. Fuck. It was Ice Cube. Yeah. Uh, was a lot of Ice Cube, Cube references in his, yeah, yeah. for his songs too. But, oh yeah. man, he he was he showed up to play. He he was yeah. having a blast. He was great. He was, was just himself. And can yeah. I just? It took me way too long to catch on to Superfly in the sense of like the double entendre because I was thinking Superfly like Superman and when he said Superfly I was like oh I get oh, it yeah. now I'm <laughs> dumb I get it the, the 70s I, reference I, I dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was great no he was great though I love the little mm-hmm. touch that they kind of made him look like he has like a fro like his dad <laughs> yep uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah and I was just like oh that's such a nice little touch to put in there I love that his yeah. whole backstory was interesting I love the whole story with like the other mutants and like where that did not go where I thought it was going to go which I thought was a nice surprise like I did not expect for them to actually like, turn on him and actually yeah. like, be on the turtle side I actually like didn't see that coming so that was really cool and just the mm-hmm. voice cast all around is amazing I mean, oh my gosh the, pa- the Paul Rudd was my favorite Paul Rudd was hilarious <laughs> it's like humans they got to go go <laughs> <laughs> yo I, I'm feeling your vibe <laughs> Paul Rudd's the best man I love Paul I Rudd. love oh, yeah. but one of my favorite parts of him was when he goes and to grab him out from the rubble but his tail right. falls off and he's, you can he's tell like, Michelangelo's no, like ah! it it's like oh it's fine it grows back we're good yeah. and so, so good. <laughs> it grows back <laughs> Yeah, I, love, uh, I think Rose Byrne was like an alligator or something. And yeah, Leatherhead. Leatherhead, yeah. Hilarious. I just yeah, love when you let her use her Australian accent. It's the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, that I thought she, she brought a lot of a lot of comedic relief to that role as well, too. And, oh, my goodness, and the, the, uh, the the one who plays the fly as well. Um, it's Nadja from uh, from what we do yeah, yeah, what I we know. do in the shadows. Me, like literally, all I just thought it was Nadja. Yeah. I was like, I've heard this voice before, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is a character that flies. I'm like, bat. Oh, I got it. Bat. <laughs> yep. I was like, okay, there. What we do in the shadows? Yeah, I could not not picture her whenever she talked. But she was fantastic, though. Oh, no, she was great. She was absolutely yeah. Oh, but the other the other character that I kind of feel was great in the small part that we got him in was John Jean Carlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. I was really looking yeah. forward to that. Um, you know, granted he has a very limited role in the very beginning of the movie, but I'm hoping they bring him back for the sequel 
Which, oh, did you guys stay for the post credit? No, I, f- I found out what it was, but it was late. Um, and I was like, I don't feel like staying around. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck it. That got a big pop in my theater. Everyone was yeah. like, yeah! But, I mean, but, but I was absolutely right in what I knew it was going to tease. I was yeah. like, they're going to fucking tease Shredder, aren't they? And yeah. what do you know? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You can't have Ninja Turtles and not eventually have Shredder. It's just, I will say, I may reconsider seeing a kid's movie on opening night, because my god. Oh. There were so many teenagers and like yep. little kids, and you have, to, you have to pick the later in the like the night yeah. showings. That's like the way yeah. To I mean, all gone to bed. The, the Paw Patrol movie got a huge oh. applause in God. my theater. I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Um, That's that that is that is the next Oppenheimer guys. Paw Patrol and Saw <laughs> X are opening on the same day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what a are we comparison. Combine those two to call them. What are we going to Paw Patrol Saw and P- Saw Patrol? There you Saw go. Saw Patrol. Patrol. There we go. Done. in one. Done. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. I don't think you can get better than that. I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. Heard not. it here first. Saw yeah, Patrol. Right. So if it starts catching online, we said it first. Yep. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I will no, say, you know um, what wasn't stupid though. Oh, oh go ahead. You with the, with oh, the, you with the rounds. Oh, there we go. No, what wasn't stupid though was I thought Splinter in this movie. They finally gave us a, an interpretation of Splinter, where he's actually trying to be the awkward dad. Where like you see more scenes yeah. with him raising the kids and raising all the turtles. Like you know, just those small little moments here and there, and even. It, it goes even to, it goes as far as to show us why he has this hatred of humans. Is because you know yeah. in that very first moment where he saw them, or like or like the humans saw him with the turtles, they almost killed them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that 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 also that made a lot of sense. But also, I love the moment where they come back to the cave. Wait, sorry, they come back to the sewer, and then he's got like a cardboard cut out of freaking Chris Pine in the Star Trek. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like, hey boys, like let, let's have a party here. Why would you want to go upstairs and do that? Like, I, yeah. I, I just thought it was it was very much in line with what, what what any like awkward dad tries to do in order to fit in and he's just not connecting with his kids in that way like truly I, I felt the connection more with Splinter in this one than in any of the other previous films though yeah I think it, it was smart to give a reason why he was the way he was whereas you know in the 90s movies and the other ones it really just was like well, well we gotta stay down here no one's gonna accept us and this actually showed why and honestly that scene where he takes them out like oh, almost broke me you just want to mm. protect his little babies and i i think that's what i like more it's less about him and it's more that he's so scared that they're gonna get hurt and he's mm. gonna lose them and i i really like that oh and the other scene where he's trying to talk to them and they're like oh no we have to go run errands like we can't hang out and they leave and he's just sitting there by himself looking through the pictures i was like ah Need to go call my dad. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> it's like up all over again. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if uh, if Across the Spider Verse was a story about um, the character's relationship with his mother, this one's definitely about the story about the character's relationship with their father. So it's actually a very it's actually a very complimentary bunch when you watch those two movies back to back. Actually, so yeah, yeah. No. Making a double feature people making yep. a double yeah. feature. That's well, a hell of a double feature. I will say, though, this movie had some dark moments I wasn't expecting. Um, like when, uh, I can't remember specifically which turtle it was, but one of them was getting crushed to the point where his shell breaks. I was like, no. oh, Jesus. Yeah. No, it, 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 it was like, I mean, yeah, that was like intense, but then I love 
<laughs> I love that super fly. I was like, I'm gonna crush you like a pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, and a then he did. That broke me. And then a little moment that broke me. It's like it was like from like a much further away perspective, and you just like so faintly hear Superfly go, "These are tough shells." Yeah, <laughs> so tough shells. And he's like lost it. I was like, this is so funny. funny. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they know exactly what kind of movie they're into. But yeah. oh goodness! But the other character that we haven't even talked April about, April O'Neil. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yep, she was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that they made her a teenager. But again, I feel that that would be weird if an adult was hanging out with teenage turtles. So. Yeah. Fair. No, they, yeah, no, they, they they made her a teenager, but also I love the fact that they made her just very camera shy and she was and, and everything about oh, yeah. everything about yeah, that like, barf ev- scene. Oh god. I don't know why I usually don't like that kind of humor, but I don't know why I was dying laughing during that she was like flying <laughs> around with her barf. It was so funny. Oh yeah. And then when it comes back at the very end when she barfs and then she's like, Sorry, I thought it was over that. Back to the story. And I'm like, ah, yeah. there you go. Own it. Own it. There yeah. you go. That's great. Okay. So great. Uh, I will say is there anything uh, you guys didn't like about it? I think I mentioned that there was a lot of pop culture references. It's I don't know it's kind of a double edged sword because for me it didn't work, but at the same time I understand it really is you know a kids movie when it comes down to it. So I can see why they would do that. Um, mm. I don't know the villain didn't. She was fine. Didn't really do much for me. Not Superfly. The uh, uh, I don't remember. She was Maya like Maya Rudolph's character. Yeah. 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 The one yeah. that was milking them. Okay, that was <laughs> They are milking us. That was such a stupid joke, but as but soon as Yeah, but as soon as like she started talking about what she's gonna do, I was like, oh my god, she's gonna fucking milk them or is she? <laughs> she was even better. Dying. Yeah, it was- it was even better when Splinter comes in and he's like, oh, so so you were about to get milked? He's <laughs> like, no. And he's like, see, I told you, right? I love that. I, I love that moment. It was just like such a parent moment of like, I told you, see? That's exactly yeah, what I said was going to happen. I told you so parent moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I will say the pop culture references in this fit a lot more better than something like um, Super Mario that we saw earlier this year yeah. as well, where it was like, uh, I'm not sure if this actually fits. Like, a, a lot of the Illumination movies, I feel, have that problem, or the DreamWorks ones yeah. have that problem. But I feel like this one was more, it felt more right for the pop culture references to be in this movie as opposed to mm-hmm. all those other ones. But, I mean, like, honestly, probably the biggest pop culture, one, one of my favorite, like, small little throwaway moments was when Superfly is tossing the cars at them and then all of a sudden they notice that Tesla's getting thrown at them and they're like, oh, a Tesla, someone's angry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. think, it, like, the one that stood out for me that I thought was hilarious when he said, your head looks like a combination of Stewie from Family Guy and Hey Arnold. <laughs> Like, I was dying at that, but at the same time, I was like, kids are not going to understand that reference. Like, like no, they don't know what Hey Arnold is anymore. Yeah, but I, I appreciated oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Just like there was oh, yeah. a dumb humor that worked for me, like where, yeah. where when like Superfly becomes that giant monster, or whatever. They're like, "Look, he's gonna gotta run out of cars eventually," and then it like zooms in in a parking garage. <laughs> was, yeah, was, or the like, little horse, little like, horse that laugh, like that splits away from him. This yeah. splits away. He's like, "I got more horses," or something like that. <laughs> I got that more horses on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I think honestly, the only thing that really didn't work for me was Maya Rudolph's character. I was just kind of like me. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think honestly they're they're just building up that character only for the next uh, the next uh, two movies. I assume yeah. this is I assume they're planning a trilogy with this one because who who is not playing a trilogy by this point? But Every, everyone's I'm assuming planning a trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but I'm um, but I'm hoping that the next movie, you know, when we bring in Shredder, I hope that at least at some point we start working up to this version of Krang in the mm. universe because I I, I just want to see what those what these turtles now interact with those characters. I, I'm I'm guessing that the sequels probably unlike all the other movies previously, like even the Michael Bay movie or even the '90s movie, the sequel usually gets a lot lighter in tone. I have a feeling that the second one is going to be even darker than this one. Yeah. I mean, automatically they're going to bring in Shredder, but they're also they've also left it in a very uh, interesting position where they've actually been accepted by the world and they're actually going to high school. Mm-hmm. I like I thought that was kind of cool at the very end, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did that intentionally? Can I kick it? <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> I just um, wanted to see how long we'd let it go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I I think this one had dark moments in it that made that made it better for me because that's what I liked about the '90s one was that it had such a dark tone. So I feel like bringing in Shredder, they're gonna kind of go back to that a little bit, and I makes I, I love Shredder. I mean, not as a person. Yeah. But you know, as a character, no, but as a villain, yeah, 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 yeah. He's iconic for a reason. Yep. Oh yeah. But <laughs> out of uh, out of five pints, what we get in this one? Mm, I'm gonna go four and a half. I really liked it. Four and a half. I will also go four and a half. Mm. Well, I will also go four and a half shells on oh, this one. Okay. Four and a half shells. All oh, right. you clever girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Four and a half cans of ooze. How's yeah, that? Yeah, First yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to drink ooze. Exactly. Well, you've heard it here, people. We all give this movie a glowing recommendation. Super fun movie. Great for kids and adults, I think. Um, and also let us... Oh, oh, she wants to say something? What? We got to circle back. To what? Where, we, where would you rank this? I know where Tom's at. Ah, wow. yeah, I mean, your turtles. Personally, I just think this is just the best turtles. Movie. Okay, I'm gonna say this but is I, tied I, for second for me. Tied for second. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's your favorite secret of the ooze? No, the original. <laughs> I love how dark it is. I love the mm-hmm. lines. I love Pete's dude's got thirty seconds. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's just so many like funny lines on that. I yeah, it's it's great. I don't think anything can touch that original for me. Oh yeah, I mean, well, not not to also mention the fact that Jim Henson also made the puppets as well too. So yeah, they're just we all know so how much you know good. them. <laughs> they just look so good, and I feel like if you're going to do a live action, just fucking go back to the puppets. They're amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see a 2023 movie with Ninja Turtle puppets. I'd love, love to it. see it. I would yeah. love oh, yeah. it. <laughs> oh, people would oh, yeah. show up. I'd show up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd be there with with. With a freaking with my cups, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one, <laughs> I but I will. I, but I can tell you, for an but, item, like, what do I bring? <laughs> what do I bring? I bring this cup. So many but, but, I will, but I will tell you where this ranks uh, among all the other movies. Uh, number one would definitely be the ninety, the ninety, the nineteen ninety movie. That's one of my all-time favorite movies ever. I mean, granted, there's a little bit of nostalgia in there, but with your top ten, there's always going to be nostalgia. So mm-hmm. fuck out, fuck off. It's all it's all nostalgic. <laughs> but um, number two, Andres is it, like it, life's nostalgic. Deal with life's it. Life's nostalgic. It's <laughs> my list. It's rant. my rules. <laughs> but number two would definitely be um, 
I don't know. I like the fun nature of Secret of the Ooze. It's it's. I, I will say it's it's not as good of a movie as probably um, Mutant Mayhem is, but I like it a little better. It's it's got all my favorite uh, turtle moments um, in that as well. Babies, but I will, babies, babies. <laughs> Best line. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then and then also you got Kevin Nash there being super shredder at the very yeah. end. So there you go. But and, um, uh, this one, and also Ernie Reyes Jr. Ah, oh, he's just freaking great. And it was <laughs> like the the fighting scene with Splinter in this one was very. I was like, it was very reminiscent of that. And I, you know, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan's getting older. He's not going to make you know do his old stunts and do movies anymore. So it's kind of nice to see him in a way be like that, but in a safe way. It's like okay, you're actually fighting. I feel safe <laughs> they, with you doing this. Animate him doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah. But but I will say this one is probably it would probably be tied at two. But if I had to rank it right now, it's number three. Number mm-hmm. four would be. Um, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated movie, which is oh, freaking okay. fantastic. Right. And I highly recommend people check that one out. Um, and then would probably be uh, TMNT, Eye of the Shadows, the, the 2016 movie. And then by a long slide down, that fucking 2014 hack piece of shit movie is so, so far down the line. So, yeah, there you go. Where does the, okay. uh, the third movie from the 90s rank for you? Did you say that Oh. One? Oh no, I didn't say that one. That one would probably be right below um, Out of the Shadows. I would say I like that one better than than the 2014 movie. That's fair. All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. I was forgetting. Oh, and, and then and then then I also forgot about the 2007 movie <laughs> love, as well. I love how we asked where this one ranks, and then Andres is like, "I'm just going to rank them all." Full ranking. I'm going to go. It's like fuck it. I'm going to rank them all, and I'm going to leave out three of them. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, the 2007 movie. I, I that one's also really good as well. It's very underrated. I would say. You've heard it here, folks. You got a ranking you didn't ask for, and you got a glowing <laughs> recommendation of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let us know in the comments you if go. you have seen the movie, what you think of it. And uh, if you've seen the other Turtle mo- movies, let us know what you think of those. Maybe give us your own ranking, since Andres gave his, um, and see where uh, movies fall for you. And definitely let us know what you thought of the trailers for Exorcist and Saw, and also what you think of Christopher Landon directing the next Scream movie. So let us know in the comments below. Always love to read those comments. And thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of Film on Top. And before we head on out, where can the people find you guys on the interwebs? We'll start with Nancy. You can find me at PL underscore Bandaid on Twitter and Instagram or X, whatever. <laughs> whatever it's called <laughs> no, now. Will it, it will always no, be Twitter. Twitter. Yes, it will always be Just Twitter to me. That app now makes me sad. Ugh, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yes, please leave comments. I love them. And then if you haven't already, go check out Passion Fruits Into the Reactorverse, uh, where my Ooh. brother, Eric, aka Nerd Chronic, uh, interviews all the reactors that you see on online and it's very interesting yeah. so go check go check that out cool 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 how about you andre uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram as galaghost you can also find me on threads as galaghost and oh. then uh yeah and, and then no. you know you can also find me on facebook as well as galaghost and uh you can also find me on the high voltage media channel and you can also find me here look at that look at that and you can find me on twitter and instagram uh, at Tom Chattelbash <laughs> and Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. Uh, you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast, of course. And thank you guys for tuning in to a brand new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out.
We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.